0: And sit
1: down. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Lifelong Learner with Matt and Janesh.
0: Welcome back everyone to another episode of Lifelong Learner. How you doing Matt?
1: Mate, I'm very well. Cold, cold this morning. Good morning for us friends.
0: Yeah, it's been um it's been an interesting week actually it's um but it's been it's wet this morning it's been cold all week but it's actually been glorious uh it's been cold but it's actually bluebird skies all week uh, I think the rain is finally here we knew it was coming but um yeah no it's been nice it's uh we're in we're in lockdown 4.0 at the moment <laughs> um I, oh, I did sorry, refer, um, sorry anyone Anyone who Enjoy, is listening that. to this uh, while still in lockdown here in Melbourne, um, or you're in lockdown in another another part of the world, um, listen to Pandemic Mindset. I think it's episode nine. Uh, it's a great one. It's kind of all back to the beginning. So it's nothing's really changed for that mindset, but um, yeah, go, go listen to that one. So it is what it is, but um, hence why we're not in person at the moment.
1: Yeah, correct. But um, this topic is, is useful and going to be helpful for a lot of people who are potentially um, yeah, struggling with some of the uncertainty, some of the uncomfortability, some of the challenges around being forced into a place that maybe you don't 100% want to be all the time. Sometimes it's nice to go outside.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> you do know?
1: interact with people, be mm-hmm. in crowds. Mm-hmm. But um, at the moment, that's not not the case. So,
0: yeah. Mate, hey,
1: do, do you want to kick us off or shall I hit you with a question?
0: Oh, Mate, well, yeah, I will kick us off, but you can you can hit us with a question. But we're going to talk about something, as you would have realized by the title, um, mm. is well, the first thing you do in your life and um, and one of the last things you do in your life. Very okay. poetic. Cheney. Right? I should have saved that till the end. Um, but it is it is breathing, right? So, obviously, when you uh, when you come into the world, uh, you take you take your first breath. Um, old school doctors uh, would hang you upside down and slap your bottom to open your mouth and go ah, Yep, he's breathing. Um, and then uh, wh- wherever you wherever you die, you uh, you take your last breath too. And there's all these probably trillions of breaths in between those two phases, and that. In between is what we're going to be talking about today
1: yeah absolutely and I think um, for a lot of people maybe breathing is something that they just take for granted they don't even consider um, yeah the I guess the magic in it all without getting too hippie it's pretty crazy when you start to play around with breath and you start to be deliberate um, you know, you start to tap into this thing that just happens unconsciously most of the time. Um, some pretty profound things start to happen know, I, I know that's been my experience. So, I've been really excited for, you know, the, this opportunity on the podcast, to chat about breathing. Um, yeah, I'm excited about this one, mate.
0: So, let's just start with a really broad scope, broad scope and we'll go into the specifics and dive into it. What do you think the value of? Um, I was going to say the value of breathing, right? And uh, what? Yeah, right. I, <laughs> as I said that, as I was thinking that in my head, it didn't even notice it when I had it on a piece of paper, right? Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna add one more word to that. There we <laughs> go. There well, we yeah. Go. What What is the value of uh, intentional breathing? Mm. There's two different things, right? So we're all breathing unintentionally, right? It just happens. It's something that we don't have to think about, but we're thinking and we're talking about the intentional, uh, intentional breathing when you're mm. thinking about your breath or you're breathing in a certain pattern, which we'll go into later. And um, what is, yeah, what is the value of that?
1: I think um, without you know being super profound, the answer is the same. <laughs> mm. You know, your question first was what's the value of breathing well life but if you want to get really deep deliberate breathing the value is aliveness for me anyway being alive has a profound um, way of making you feel yeah but truly alive some of the breathing practices that we'll chat about particularly one that I'm really really um, into
0: uh, Hold on, I'm going to pause you there. Let's go back one step. What would you define as alive for you?
1: Mm. Um, oh, fully, fully present, engaged. Um, mm. yeah, like it's hard to put into words. So it's one of those ones that I just love running the session. You know, taking people through, um, through a few rounds because once you. Experience experience the feeling, um, it's really, really hard to um, consider not experiencing it regularly. You know what I mean? Mm-mm. It's. Um, I kind of think of it almost like, and it takes time, but you know when you um, can't breathe? If you had an experience where you've been suffocating or mm-hmm. you've been yeah, maybe asthma attack, or you you potentially feel like you're drowning, being held underwater. Yeah. For me, it feels like after the three rounds, for example, in this particular um, type of breathing I've been focused on, which is the Wim Hof style, um, it feels like that 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 breath of fresh air, That's the first one when you haven't been able to breathe, and then you ugh, relief and just. Oh oh my God, I'm alive. Thankful, grateful. Um, that, that kind of feeling. I've been held underwater quite a few times surfing and you go into panic and just high stress. Mm -hmm. And, and in that moment you believe you're going to die. And then Mm -hmm. you, you do break break through the surface and you take this breath and, and then everything calms and slows down and there's this awareness that I'm going to be okay. Um, that's quite an extreme um, situation. But on a micro level, that's kind of what it feels like after three rounds of breathing on a stressful day. It's like a breath of fresh air. It's like, oh, actually, these problems that are existing in my world right now um, don't need to be given all the power. No, They don't. They exist. but. Uh, and we tend to give them way more power than they deserve, and it can feel suffocating. you can feel like you're drowning, you can feel like you're um yeah you're having the air pushed out of your lungs, so by deliberately breathing for me it's it's life it's a realization that none of this shit really matters. I can just breathe and be alive,
0: yeah, yeah, so. Let's talk about um, how do we, yeah, how do you uh, currently incorporate this uh, into your world? Yeah, I, um,
1: it's one of those ones, I was actually speaking to my partner about it last night. I'm like, why do we, we have something that's really profound and yet we don't always do it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> um. I go didn't, through, we, didn't
0: we talk about that one time? Simple versus easy.
1: Yeah, I think so. It's just this, isn't it? Funny that we all battle this, right? We all have these challenges mm-hmm. around doing doing the things that are good for us. I'm. Um, I have like a minimum now, where I, I probably minimum do it two two days uh two days a week. There's weeks where I'm the more deliberate, and it's up to four or five. Um, and there's, there's times where I don't do it at all. Um, but what I've noticed is the times where I have had it integrated and been doing it three, four times a week, now when I reflect back, I look through my journals, are some of my most consistent good weeks, most productive, according to my journal. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so generally, in the last month or two, I've used it when I needed it. Prior to that, I used it all the time. And so that's my goal is to get back to just the routine of doing it and not just use it as a um, strategy to cope with stress. Um, but it does work either way. But the goal for me is to at least three times a week deliberately breathe for five rounds. Um, that hasn't been the case this week. It is currently what day? Friday. And I've breathed twice.
0: That's Friday, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, okay um, how on.
1: do you inc- I want to throw this back at you how do you incorporate it because um, this is and this is deliberate sitting down and, and deliberately breathing it has had a mm. massive influence on a lot of my hobbies mm. where I now consciously breathe differently but I'm talking about the practice of sitting down and doing four deliberate rounds you know 15-20 minutes just breathing Um. yeah How does does that look for you? Because I know that you, particularly when you ran that flow course, you were breathing every single day. I was breathing a lot.
0: Yeah. um, So that was, we actually didn't do an episode on that, but we, what was that? That was December last year. And what are we now? We're June. Um, Yeah, it's really interesting, as you say. um, Like the practice of it. um, I don't do it. As much as I would like to, I would. Um, I've gone into now, or probably in the, I'm taking the last three weeks, into a practice of, uh, when I need it, not yeah. not a regular practice. So probably in the last year, um, in the last probably from November, I reckon till February probably pretty regular, like maybe a couple of times a day to be honest. Um mm. and incorporating that with with activity as well. So breathing intentionally while doing an activity as well, which was um yeah profound, but you gotta be careful what activity you're doing it so you don't um black out. But um mm. so that was profound. So using that a lot. Now to be honest, um so sitting down, breathing—not much. However, I have last week in my runs, I haven't taken music, and all I've done is listen to my breath. Um, mm-hmm. and and I'm I'm in on a easy run. I'm intentional the way I breathe, um, or try to breathe, and all I do is um. Yeah, listen to listen to the breathe I uh, listen to my uh, breathing, and I've yeah. changed a couple of in the morning. So just even I know you did a few rounds uh, yourself before we recorded, and um, I didn't do rounds of the what well, we usually would do in terms of breathing, in terms of the Wim Hof method. But I um, I listened to my breath. Um, mm. I didn't I didn't what's the oh, word I didn't manipulate it in a certain way. Um, I listened mm. to it. Um, Sometimes I find that gives me just oh, some greater awareness of where I'm at at times. Mm. Um, it's quicker, um, definitely not as profound as the other one. So, definitely not as powerful as the other one. Um, mm. It's quicker, it's easier. I might only need 30 seconds, uh, I might need a minute, um, and just being really aware
1: almost a mindful meditation using the breath to focus your attention on. Yeah. And then a little meditation.
0: Yeah, hundred yeah. um, percent. Mm. So the, the short answer is that I want to get back into the other one um, because I do, do share. It is, it is a sense of alive. It is, um, for me, it's a uh, present. I think um, mm. the quickest way uh except yeah quickest way quickest uh, natural way i should say there's probably a lot of artificial ways out there um, that you can get very present very quickly um but for me personally uh yeah it's the quickest way to get present um i might go for a run it might take me 20 minutes half an hour an hour to be present um i can probably do two rounds to be honest um yeah of breathing or even one one long one like four minute session um and then i'm kind of on um again ideally like a three rounds of uh 12 or 15 minutes would be great but sometimes one is enough and um yeah as you were saying before i think it's the uh addictiveness i think when people are uh exposed to it they're like oh wow this is awesome yeah right and And uh
1: and the applications, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you, it, it is quite. I think you and I are discussing um, using it when we need it. Um, mm-hmm. There's options to use it to, yeah, to feel more present, to feel more um, relaxed, to feel more calm, to feel more energy. I mean, there's so many applications, you know, to improve your um, self esteem, but also to improve your. Um, wellness, mm-hmm. overall wellness. I mean, the science is, fucking very clear that um, it's a huge number of effects. And this particular one that um, Janesh and I are, and we, we're speaking generally about breeding in general, but both of us are really um, into the Wim Hof method. Mm-hmm. And for anyone who's interested in that method, it's um. It's basically breathing, almost like hyperventilating for 30 breaths and then holding for a length of time, say a minute. And then there's a recovery breath where you take a full breath in and you hold for 15 seconds and then you start the next round. That would be one round. Mm-hmm. Then the next round and the hold is a little bit longer. And then the next round and the hold is a little bit longer. Um, Profound, profound... Um, Experience and you know definitely recommend, but there's other different. There's so many different techniques and different breaths. Mm-hmm. But what what I found really interesting for me is that by having a deliberate practice, so for example this Wim Hof method and doing that once a day, multiple days, it actually changed the way I breathe just in general when I'm unconscious.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, talk to us about that. And how so? were you more, so more calmer really, different what was um yeah what was the tempo what, like
1: yeah it's just the way that i would breathe shifted in a way that would get me um help me maintain oh, like more focus and clarity so a, a lot of my um, hobbies are surfing skating and are my three main hobbies at the moment Um, And surfing and skating are highly explosive and there's a lot of, um, you know, shifting weight from one side to the other. And what I've actually had this profound moment where I realized I breathe wrong when I'm skating or surfing. You actually take an in-breath. If you take an in-breath when you're um, dropping a shoulder and about to snap a, a turn and then exhale at the end, the actual, the way the body moves based on the way the muscles contract for you to breathe, you can actually turn more efficiently by breathing an in-breath before a turn and an out-breath after. Mm -hmm. Like it's just these profound things start to happen. Um, With slacklining, being present is super important, being focused. And one of the ways to maintain focus is to activate your parasympathetic nervous system, to breathe in through your nose and gently out through your mouth. What happens when we get into high stress? or on a slack line, when you start to see that you're quite high off the ground and you start to get fearful, you stop breathing. You hold your breath. Um, it's this natural instinct that if we hold our breath, we're meant to, um, you know, have more focus. But actually what happens is the body loses focus because you get an increase in cortisol and anxiety. And anxiety means that you become um, heightened and erratic. Um yeah, so I'm
0: gonna put I'm, I'm gonna pause you there for one second. Why? And you and I see this a lot, um, on a on a daily basis with uh, inlines of our work and our clients. And why? I'm I'm curious. I still don't know exactly why. I'm sure there's a scientific reason. And if you do know there's a scientific reason, please let us know. Um, why do you think people hold their breath? Like meaning like stop breathing when they're in a stressful situation or when they um, are starting to do something like they're this. First time they're going to the gym, right? Or they're starting to get into strength training. They actually hold their breath. They think they can lift more by holding their breath. It's like when something goes bad, it's like, oh, I'm getting fight or flight. I'm getting ready to fight um, in like a stressful situation or lift this heavy object. I'm going to hold my breath. When really it doesn't help you, it actually hinders you. Um, yeah. Well, why I, do you think is the knee-jerk reaction for just for hu- not even society? I'm going to say humans, because it doesn't matter where you're from um, in the world. That I've seen that reaction across the world, where um, and all, all ages, so even adults, kids, um, they'll hold their breath, they stop um, their breathing is their first thing to go.
1: Yeah, it's, it's absolutely true and that's what I think I was getting at when I say that we've all, um, we breathe wrong when we're participating in movement and sport. I think that it's an instinct to hold our breath um, in really stressful um, flight or fight situations because when we hold our breath, that increases, you know, the whole system. Flight or fight is literally meant to wire you for survival um, and so by holding our breath we're not hearing any breathing we're more alert at technically right? We're, it's, we're ready to either huge amount of um, force, create force and fight or flee or freeze if there's a need and it's heightened but it's only meant to take place for you know maybe 10 to 15, 20 seconds um, and it can be really resourceful for that situation, right? But But any longer than that, it becomes unresourceful. And it's it's a very quick spike of performance increase that might save your life. Um, It's a reflex. It's like, uh, but after that length of time, it's detrimental, hugely detrimental. And your efficiency and your productivity and your performance goes fucking out the window. And this is because the threats that exist in our world aren't fucking real anymore. There's nothing
0: to run from. Yeah, but even the the real ones, I don't know if holding my breath or um, erratic breathing uh, will actually serve me. I know I've had, uh, you'd say, like, not like bigger situations where things have. Gone pear shaped, and not uh, not a Tyrannosaurus Rex coming after me, right? So we're not in a prehistoric, running <laughs> from a saber tooth tiger, um, but say the next best thing. And um, I've had to, yeah, through practice, uh, intentionally in that moment, go all right, You know what? I just got to breathe, and I am yes. better for it. I am clearer, Way more proactive, and you know what? I actually respond so much yeah. quicker, right? And yeah. I say this too. Respond as well,
1: true. Not mm, react.
0: Mm, mm-hmm, you respond. Mm-hmm, mm. Well, there's um. Mate. It's funny we talk about uh taking uh, an intentional pause when pause. you are going into a Absolutely. situation. Right. So there's really, and um, I think we talked about hesitation one time, but the listeners probably confused. But there is a very, very um, big difference between hesitation and an intentional pause, right? So. Yeah. I had one instructor uh, in the states, a wilderness first aid instructor, and um, it's just that this story sticks with me, and I've have told it to lifeguards when we have training lifeguards in the states, and I've said it to um, some of our team here in Australia as well. That uh, the first the first thing this person does when he gets to a a scene or an emergency is um, he lights his cigarette and takes two drags, and they're like, "What do you, what do you, what do you mean?" um and they're like there's there's an emergency and he explains it like by taking these two to lighting the cigarette and taking the two drags he goes, I'm centered I've I've taken that moment to breathe and then then I can operate as a world class responder and um and he goes those if I just go straight into it he goes um I'm going to make a mistake I'm not going to be as clear and it's really interesting that that intentional pause that intentional breath um makes a world of difference right um i got a Absolutely. question for you how do i'm just looking at our time and i know the last couple of episodes have gone over so yeah. we've always uh with this <laughs> we're, just,
1: we're, just, check check us out. we're just giving more and more value mate more i know i
0: know um <laughs> That that's one way to look at it. I'm also like, ah, <laughs> oh, we we started the podcast as a premise. So let's keep it short and snappy, and we get we, you and I get super passionate. We forget about the listeners and go, oh, no, we can talk for hours. Um,
1: this this topic is a this is a breathe one, breathe two. We're coming back to this one. Just yeah, definitely, you know, definitely. So, much,
0: so yeah. you mentioned mm. there is um, the Wim Hof method, which uh, he has an app and he has a a really good YouTube video which we will put in the show notes and on our social posts. There is also um, in the book you're talking about uh, was it Think Like a Monk?
1: Yeah, there's yeah. A, um, a really cool book called Think Like a Monk by Jay Shetty. So, um, yeah, it's pretty. It's a pretty cool book and just touches on a lot of different techniques that, you know, obviously monks have been utilising for thousands of years and um, one of those is breath. We know monks use this um, for meditation and they use this for all kinds of different strategies. Um, obviously, our yogis as well. Yogis have been manipulating and utilizing breath for thousands of years too. So a lot of these Eastern philosophies have been doing this for a very long time and the Western world's just starting to catch up. And, you know, we prioritize science before anything else and science is now going, holy shit, there is something in this. This, this guy Wim Hof who was by the way seemed pretty crazy for about 15 years now everyone's like oh my god he's the guru he's incredible um, good on him for persevering but he knew he was onto something with his breathing technique. Yeah. he's just um, phenomenal phenomenal thing um, but this this book I can't yeah I can recommend it There's definitely um, it just gives you an opportunity to play around with a, a few different breath techniques mm-hmm. so we've We're advocates for the Wim Hof technique. I am 100%. That's my favorite. There's a couple other um, really useful techniques um, that are really easy and simple to practice. Do you mind if I just share a couple?
0: Uh, Yeah, go for it.
1: Um, A good one for – and these are just patterns. They're not specific techniques but breath, for sleep. So if you have trouble uh, sleeping – Um, Creating a really good routine around sleep is important. You know, no tech when you go into your room at night, but um, a couple of um, deliberate breaths beforehand can help you get into that sleep pattern. So breathing in for four seconds and then exhaling for longer than four seconds and just repeating that for 10 minutes before you fall asleep. Um, There's a really cool uh, pattern for calm and relaxed this is sort of one that you probably have used as well when you're stressed, bro. Um, I know I do. It's a breathe in for the count of four through your nose and then hold for four seconds and then exhale for four seconds out of your mouth. And it's kind of like a box breathing technique. So you in for four, hold for four, exhale for four, in for four, hold for four, exhale for four. That's you have a huge calming and relaxing effect. Um, and then energy and focus is... Breathe through your nose for four and then exhale powerfully through your nose for less than a second. And then breathe in again for four and then exhale really quickly out your nose for a second. And you do that for a total of 10 breaths. So there's three different techniques. Um, one's for calming and relax, one's for energy and focus, and the other one's to help you sleep.
0: Yeah, nice. Uh, i got one last question and then we'll... Um... We've got to wrap it up for our listeners here. What would you say, and you've got to choose one, you can't choose All right. All uh, right. What is the biggest lesson you've learned oh. from breathing? Oh, goodness. Yes, Matthew. Oh, Hi, we, the, the episode Stretchy. is called Learning from Breathing.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, mm. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, go for it. Read through what you go through. That's the, the number one thing that I've learned and that you touched on it. That what happens, and I don't know why, but we know it happens. Whenever we get stressed or something's happening or I'm in a, um, in a competition where there's a lot of pressure, we tend to go to unresourceful means to navigate that situation. And what I mean is we survive, we don't thrive. And survival kicks in, that flight or fight kicks in, and it's only useful for short durations. And for a lot of us, we get stuck in that, and it's hugely negative. Um, And what that means is you'll be holding your breath. Whenever things get stressful, or the shit hits the fan, just be aware, practice what Janesh was saying, just watch your breathing, and be curious. But I guarantee, You'll hold your breath. And when you hold your breath, your quality of interactions, communication, um, and just how you conduct yourself starts to nose dive. Breathe through what you go through, in through your nose, out through your mouth calmly, and suddenly it's phenomenal. You can perform under duress. You can get results. And actually, you can... Because everyone else is holding their best and fucking fucking it up, you're excelling. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's as simple as, it, it's simple, it's not easy. And you've got to do the practice. That's why it's important to practice every day because when you need it, it happens. But breathe through your nose and out through your mouth no matter what is happening. And you know, you're releasing these chemicals, you're activating parasympathetic nervous system and you're managing to keep your brain switched on. Which means you can tap into your genius. But when you hold your breath, you go in a flight or fight, you lose all the resources that you've developed. So everything you've learned goes out the window and you're just surviving. That would be what I've learned. Breathe through what you go through and you'll be phenomenal.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Nice.
1: Throw well, it back to you, mate. I know that we've only that beautiful time that we. We like, like to create. Um, how about yourself? What's been the most profound or useful learning from conscious
0: I think. That's um, really good question. I think the, the biggest thing I've learned from breathing is, uh, funny enough, to remind myself to breathe. Mm-hmm right and i think i i ask other people to breathe but i think reminding myself to breathe is the um the one constant um it's the one constant that everyone has right um and you can it's the we talk about certainty sometimes and it's the one certainty that you can always come back to right and you can control that and it's uh it's a good one. Just to, to yeah, for me, it's probably yeah. Remembering to breathe is the biggest lesson I've learned. Mm. Which is actually and isn't a gun.
1: Sorry to cut you off. I was just going to say that isn't it phenomenal that this is a thing that we can have whenever we want? It's a tool in the belt. It's a you know what I mean. There's so many things, particularly now, that are being taken away. Um, the, you know you can't do that, you can't do that, you can't do that, um, particularly for people who are big hobbyists, you know, love adventure, that's where they, you know, nature, and you feel like, what can I do? I'm trapped in my house, breathe.
0: Yeah, it's right. phenomenal. Yeah. It's,
1: like, it's like being in, you know, the ocean for me, surfing. It's like, um, you know, climbing the mountain or running, you know, that freedom, that peace, that, that calm. That thing that really we're pursuing when we do these things, that feeling we want to feel, you can have by just three rounds of breathing, trapped mm. in your house. Isn't that fucking incredible and so
0: cool? Do you have a? Uh, I've got one as well, but uh, we might, you might have a double whammy uh, this morning, listeners. But uh, do you have a quote for us, Matt, to wrap us up?
1: Um, do you, you got one there? I do have one, but
0: uh, no, we'll get, uh, we'll do two.
1: Go,
0: you go. Feelings come and go like clouds in a windy sky. Conscious breathing is your only anchor. Mm. It right, really talks about that certainty that I was talking about before, that it's the only thing that comes, right? Um, feelings and emotions will keep coming back and forth, and that's, that's, the, that's how... Uh, that's how we are as humans, right? Um, things will happen in the course of a day from from when you wake up to when you go to bed. You'll go through a bunch of um, feelings, emotions of, of your own, of people around you, of society around you. Um, yeah, they come and go, right? They're always changing. It's always uh, constant evolution with them.
1: Mm. Mate, I'm going to leave you with this quote just because this was profound as well when I started breathing. And if I can leave listeners with this idea, um, it could be really helpful for them. The nose is for breathing, the mouth is for eating. (laughs) So many of us are mouth breathers, and the science is clear that's not good for our health. Short durations, flight or flight, breathe through your mouth. Um, But if you're breathing through your mouth all the time, stress, anxiety, poor health. Um, Nice.
0: That's a good one. That's good one.
1: Consciously, for those of us out there as well, you can you want to start training the breathe through your nose. Um, consciously do it and see how often you breathe through your mouth. Oh, it's so powerful!
0: Yeah. So this week, and it, I would encourage everyone to give it a shot. Um, we'll put some resources in the in the show notes and try it. And there's different versions of it and. Uh, our version of it is probably, may not be your version, um, but there's thousands of different techniques out there. Um, we've only kind of touched on a couple here. Um, but doing the intentional breath work is what we're saying is, um, yeah, it go, goes a long way. All righty, guys. Until next time, have a good one. Just keep breathing. Thanks, everyone, for listening to another episode of Lifelong Learner. If you liked our episode and what you heard, please leave us a review on uh, the platform that you've been listening on. And to find out more about us, please tune in to lifelonglearnerpodcast.com and you can find out some updates about what's happening and get updates on as episodes drop. Thanks again.